Welcome, one and all, to The Prophecy Show. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe, and I'm here, as always, with my lovely wife, Angela, at the controls, and the prophet of the hour, Dr. Andrew. How are you, sir? Doing great. Thank you so much. Um, so, today, we are going to talk about the lion and the lamb. Yeah, and, and we're going to do it in proper orders, because, as we know, it was the lamb that came first. True. And we always say bear sight, right? Bear There's sight. always two. Right. The lamb and the lion. So Christ is the ultimate bear sight. He's the ultimate too because he is half God and he is half man, right? Right. And coming as a man, he came as what? A lamb. A lamb, right? And coming back, the second time as God, he comes back as a lion. A lion. And the two are the same, but they aren't. <laughs> Let's just True. put it that way. They are not the same. They are the same person, but they are not the same manifestation. Okay? Mm. Okay, so who is the lamb? Christ. Christ. Jesus Christ is the lamb of God. God in his mercy, that is the Father, True. sent us his only begotten Son, the first time as a lamb, because he came as a sacrifice. He didn't come for judgment. He came as a sacrifice for his sheep, which is us, which okay. is the flock of the earth. Let me ask you this. Who was the first human lamb asked to be sacrificed on the altar? Uh, was that Abraham's son? Uh-huh. Yeah, he who? was the first one. So who? To Abraham's son Isaac. Yeah, that's important. It's important to say Isaac because the okay. because the Islam Islamites will they will say that it was Ishmael. And that's not true. Of course, it's not true. There was only one begotten son, and right. that was that was Isaac. That was Isaac, and yeah. he was because he was a product of a true marriage between Sarah and Abraham. Okay. Okay. So he was. The sacrificial lamb that God asked for at the altar, asked Abraham for it. So Abraham's only begotten son said this, <clears throat> Now it came about after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, Here I am. He said, Take now your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I will tell you. Okay, so huge concern is that he said burnt offering. Right. You know why that's a concern? Because first he would have had to die and then be burnt. Yeah, it's a concern because why? Who wasn't burned? No one was no one else was burned. I mean Yeah, no, but who wasn't who Christ was it? wasn't burnt. Christ wasn't burned, was he? No. So that's a concern, because there has to be a burnt offering. Hmm. And what one comes at the end? Well, the at the end, I guess a burnt offering, but. But what 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 what's the what is it called? The blank of judgment. The lake of fire. No, yeah, you got that right. So the fire of judgment, right? Right. So the final judgment is with fire. So that's the concern. The concern is that Christ is offered as a lamb. But he was a blood sacrifice. He was not, not a burnt offering. He was not a burnt offering. Okay. So for me, that's a huge concern. Okay. 
so it's, it tells me that there will be lambs offered on the fire. Wow. That's what it tells me, because it hasn't happened yet. Okay. So Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father, and said, My father, and he said, Here I am, my son. And he said, Behold, the fire and the wood. But where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Ah. Abraham said, God will provide for himself the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. Genesis 22. Okay, so the sacrifice of the lamb, the word for lamb is say, okay. which is derived from the root shah, okay. which means to be laid waste. It means to utterly destroy. Okay. So God, in his perfect mercy, spared Abraham's only son. He spared Isaac, right? Right, because a ram was found in the thicket. Right. And they used that as the burnt offering. Exactly. Not only that, but guess what? Isaac was not a perfect lamb. Was he? No. Of course not. So through Abraham and his faith, his faithfulness, God redeemed Abraham's son. Okay. Okay, so Abraham called to him, uh, an angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham, and he said, Here I am. He said, Do not stretch out your hand against the lad and do nothing to him, for now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. Genesis 22. And in the same way, we are, as Christ was the Lamb of God, we are also called to be lambs of God. Correct. Okay? Because the word say, the Hebrew word for lamb, means to be a portion of the flock. So what does that mean, to be a portion of the flock? It means to be one of several, as, as several members of the flock. Who rely on what? On Christ alone. Right, who rely on God alone, right? Right. That's what it means. It means to be a portion of the flock, it means to rely on the shepherd. So we need to rely on God, knowing that it is who who provides everything. It's God who provides everything. And God, the Lord, provides everything. And that's exactly what Abraham said. So he went ahead and sacrificed the ram that was found in the thicket. And he said this, Abraham called the name of that place, the Lord will provide. That is, as it is called to this day, in the mount of the Lord it will be provided. Genesis 22 and 14. So Abraham knew. He says to rely on the Lord is to be a lamb and is to realize, to re, to realize that God always provides. Mm. Okay? Not only that, but the father later would, would spare his chosen people in Egypt, okay? Right. So how was the lamb used at the Passover? The lamb was cooked and eaten. The lamb was cooked and eaten, no, but what else? At the Passover. At the Passover, its blood was used on the doors. Ah, yes, perfect, help, perfect. To help, uh, well, to ensure that the angel of death wouldn't strike anyone in that family. Exactly. So Passover, as we know, it means the angel passes over those who 
don't deserve death. Okay. And those that don't deserve death must be washed in what? Must be washed in blood. In the blood of the Lamb, right? Right. That's exactly a precursor of the final judgment. So in other words, we wash ourselves with Christ the Lamb in the same way that the Israelites wash themselves with the blood of the Passover Lamb, right? Ah, okay. It's perfect, perfect, perfect right. semblance. It says this, Your lamb shall be an unblemished male a year old. Now, just a quick note, unblemished means, comes from the Hebrew word tamim, which means perfect. Okay. Tamim comes from the Hebrew root tamim, which means done. It means all things are done. Okay? Okay. Your lamb shall be an unblemished male a year old, a perfect lamb, and one that will complete everything. You will take it from the sheep of the, or the goats. You shall keep it until the 14th day of the same month. What's interesting about 14? Um, it's the day of atonement. In the, well, no, what, what it, is it? What, what is it? Why is it interesting in the term of just a agnostic? Isn't that the day that everything actually happens? The, the it, day of the month that everything really happens? Well, kind of. It's, it is the half moon, right? Right. It is, it is the exact splitting of the 28th cycle day of the month. Right. 14. In other words, it says things are half done at this point. Okay. Okay. So in other words, there's a sacrifice and then what comes after the sacrifice? feast. No, the judgment. No, the judgment. The, the judgment. Sacrifice, the judgment. Alright, so there's always, 14 always marks a halfway point, okay? Okay. You shall keep it until the 14th day of the same month, then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel is to kill it at twilight. Exodus 12. Okay. So the father commanded his people to sacrifice the lamb and to spread its blood on the doorpost, doorpost. just like he said. Right. He said this, on the two doorposts and on the lentil of the house in which they eat it, so that the angel of death will pass over them. What sign is formed when you put the blood on the doorpost and the cross beam or the lentil? Pie. Pie. What is pie? Infinite. The gate back to the Father. Pie represents Christ, who is the gate back to the Father, right? Right. He said that time and time and time again. He says, I am the narrow gate. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one returns to the Father except through me. John 14 and 6. So in perfect semblance of the end, the Passover lamb was sacrificed at the Passover. Its blood was spread on the doorpost and the lentil because it forms the sign of Christ who is the sacrificial lamb. Wow. And for those that enter through that narrow gate, through the lamb of God, they shall not be subject to the Passover angel. Okay. All perfect semblance. It's all what happened will happen again. Right. Okay? So we're going to take a break right here, and when we come back, we're going to talk some more about that narrow gate and why Christ is, is truly the way back to the Father. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe, and this is The Prophecy Show on Christ the King Radio at ctkradio.org. 
Welcome back, one and all, to The Prophecy Show. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe, and I'm here with Dr. Andrew. And today we are talking about the lion and the lamb. However, we are talking about the lamb first. Mm -hmm. So on the 14th day of the first month of the year of Nisan, the lamb of the Passover was sacrificed. Okay. On the 14th day of the year 2000, or 33 A.D., who was sacrificed? Christ. Christ the Lamb was sacrificed. And at the end, on the 14th day of the month, the witness shall be sacrificed, okay? Okay. So these are all halfway points, okay? Wow. So did God want the sacrifice of lambs? No. No, of course he didn't. Because why do you sacrifice lambs? He sacrificed lambs in the place of man, but... There's no man's the perfect sacrifice for man. No, but why do you sacrifice lambs? Because they were, I don't know. Because people sinned and you had, they had to have restitution for it. So they, that's what they used the lambs for, yeah, but they so used you, other animals too. So, but you, sin, so you sin and you have to sacrifice the lamb in order to pay for the okay, sin. Okay, okay. So what's wrong with that? It's not a perfect, it's not a perfect exchange. No, not just that. What is wrong with you? What is wrong if you have to sacrifice a whole bunch of lambs? Then you're not really, you're not really getting the forgiveness that you need. Uh, no. You're, you're killing it's a bunch of lambs here. It's because you're sinning too much. That's the problem. Ah. So he's saying, why, why are you sacrificing? Why don't you just obey me? And then you don't have to sacrifice so much, right? True. That's what he said. That he makes said, sense. Yeah. He said, what are your multiplied sacrifices to me? He says, Lord, I have had enough of burnt offerings of rams and the fat of fed cattle. I take no pleasure in the blood of bulls, lambs, or goats. Isaiah 1 and 11. Wow. And then he concluded to tell you what he expected. He said this. We all know this verse. Right. Wash yourselves. Make yourselves clean. Remove the evil of your deeds from my sight. Cease to do evil. Learn to do good, seek justice, reprove the ruthless, defend the orphan, plead for the widow. Isaiah 1 and 17. So he didn't want that. He wanted us to obey and to fulfill his great commands, his first and second commandment, right? Right. But the people did what? They did the exact opposite. Yeah, they continued to sin, 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 and to transgress his commands. And they continued to sacrifice the lambs, hoping for restitution. But there was no restitution. There was none. He said, enough of this. This is it. I am going to break you off as my people because my sheep have gone astray. Okay? Okay. So God is not... He is vengeful in a fair way, but he said that his vengeance his anger will not last forever and it didn't because why who did he send he sent christ he sent, he sent his only begotten son he sent christ to be the lamb of god right right and through the sacrifice of a lamb what happens all of our sins were were clean all our sins forgiven. are forgiven that's right so we can be saved and return to the father the, far, the prophets foretold long ago that a lamb would come to cover our sins. True. 
It says this, all of us like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned his own way. But the Lord has caused the iniquity of us all to fall upon him. He was oppressed, he was afflicted. Yet he did not open his mouth. Like a lamb that is led to slaughter, like a sheep that is silent before its shears, so he did not open his mouth. Therefore I will allot him a portion with the great. He will divide the booty with the strong, because he poured out himself to death, and was numbered with the transgressors. Yet he himself bore the sin of many, and interceded for the transgressors. So where, where do you suppose that prophecy came from? That prophecy came from somebody who was talking about the coming of Christ and why he would come. Yeah, which which prophet? Die. Which prophet? I'm thinking uh, Isaiah. Ah, you got it. <laughs> yeah, you know your prophets. That's good. Good job. Well, I knew that one. You knew that one. I knew that one. That was definitely. Uh, yeah, we've that talked very, about Isaiah. That was a very. A I, that was a very Isaiah verse right there. Yeah, we, we we talked about him quite a bit and and. His prophecies were always about the coming and the death of Christ. That's right. So when his people passed over from Egypt, God asked for the sacrifice of a what type of lamb? A perfect lamb. A perfect lamb. What was wrong? There weren't any. There weren't any perfect lambs. Not even close. So, Christ came. Right? Right. Peter said this, For he is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. 1 Peter 1 and 17. What is the definition of a lamb? A lamb is a... Well, he's really like us. Sacrifice, uh, but he's a sacrifice at the same time. Okay, so the, the definition of a lamb, according to the Oxford Dictionary, is a lamb is a sheep that is yoked by a shepherd. Okay? Okay. That's the Oxford Dictionary. So it's yoked by a shepherd. Yeah. Who is a shepherd? Christ is a shepherd. Christ is a shepherd. Yeah, he came as what? As the lamb. Yeah, he came as the lamb so that his sheep could be freed, right? Right. So he was the one who shepherded the people. He was the one who yoked us. He is the one who guided his people. He is the one who led his people out of Egypt. Hmm. It says that he was there from the beginning. Wow. The psalmist says this, O give ear... Shepherd of Israel, you who lead Joseph like a flock, you are enthroned above a cherubim, shine forth. Psalms 80. Because it is the shepherd who is the one who tends to the flock. Okay. Okay? The Hebrew word for shepherd is ra'ah, which means the one who tends to the flock. So when his flock returned from Egypt to the promised land, he is the one who shepherded the kings who ruled over the, king, over the kingdom. So when you read Judges, 1 Kings, 2 okay. Kings, he was the shepherd of these kings. Wow. It says this, From Solomon, the words of wise men are like goads, and masters of these collections are like well-driven nails. They are given by one shepherd. Ecclesiastes 12 and 11. Okay. And it was the shepherd who laid down his life for the sheep. True. 
the Son was the shepherd who laid down his life so that his sheep could enter eternal life. He said this, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He who is a hired hand and not a shepherd, who is not the owner of the sheep, that he's talking about the kings of Israel, yeah. sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees, which is exactly what they did. Right. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. He flees because he is a hired hand and is not concerned about the sheep. Wow. Can even say that about King David. I am the good shepherd, and I know my own, and my own know me, even as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. Wow. We're going to take a break right here, and when we come back, we're going to talk some more about the sheep, and the Father, and the, and the good shepherd. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe. This is The Prophecy Show. You're listening to Christ the King Radio at ctkradio.org. Welcome back, one and all, to The Prophecy Show. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe. This is Christ the King Radio at ctkradio.org. I'm here with Dr. Andrew, and we were talking about the lion and the lamb. And we're, we're still talking about that lamb because people need to understand why Christ really came in the first place. Yeah, so, so thank God, because the lamb did come. Yes. And, and when the lamb came, who was the first one to recognize that? The first one to recognize that among his peers or? Among his peers. Peter. No. No? I thought it was Peter. It was not Peter. By a long shot. Okay. Was it his brother James? No. Because James came very late to the game. It was even before James and Peter met him. Wow. No? No answers? I'm thinking maybe John. Yeah, it was. It was the Baptist. Okay. For when he came, he said this, Behold the Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world. John 1 and 29. Okay. This truly was the sacrificial lamb, because I mentioned that lamb before means, in Hebrew, means a portion of a flock. Right. However... In the Greek, it means something much different. Okay. The Greek word for lamb is omnos, and it means sacrificial lamb. So, in other words, the Greeks already see the lambs as a sacrifice. Correct. And that is correct. That is, they are correct in seeing that. Okay. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with the Greek uh, literature, and they're viewing goats and lambs as sacrifices to the gods. Okay. Okay? So the prophecy would be fulfilled. And on the 14th day at the time of the Passover, what happened? Uh, Christ was sacrificed. Mm -hmm. So the Christ the Lamb was sacrificed on the cross. Yep. On the third day, what happened? He rose from the dead. And by rising, he was able to redeem his sheep. 
So the sacrificial lamb returned from the dead as the shepherd in order to gather his sheep, okay? Okay. He commanded, not only came back as a shepherd, but he commanded us to do what? He commanded us to worship him. But to be like what? And to be like him when it came to treating each right. other, to love each other as we loved yeah. ourselves. So, he, and loved so he called us to be lambs too, okay? Right. He said this, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, beseech the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go, behold, I send you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. Luke 10 and 2. So the price that they paid, that is, the apostles and disciples, was great. For in the image of the lamb, they also became what? They also became sacrificed like lambs in they some also, cases. They also became sacrifices. But for their great sacrifice, so there shall their rewards be, right? Correct. On that glorious day, they shall enter the heavens. Yes. For they have washed their robes white with the blood of a lamb. Yes. As it says of the prophets, Mars, and saints, these are the ones who come out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Okay. For this reason they are before the throne of God, and they serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will spread his tabernacle over them. Revelation 7 and 14. Okay. So interesting, it's day and night in his temple, so the end's not quite there yet. There is still the judgment to go through. Okay. These are the bride of a lamb, the bride of a bridegroom, the ones who kept their lamps lit and entered on the day that he opened the door, right? Wow. They will wear the fine linen of righteousness, the robes of white. It says this, For the marriage of the lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. Revelation 19. Okay. And on that day they shall receive from the shepherd that great, that great crown of glory. It says, When the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the unfading crown of glory. 1 Peter 5 and 4. Okay. And they will fear no more, and like him they shall become shepherds as well. So they'll be... They'll, they will help lead the people. Yeah. And it says this, I will also raise up shepherds over them. They will tend them, and they will not be afraid any longer, nor be terrified, nor will any be missing. Wow. Jeremiah 23. Okay. So the, the day is soon coming when the shepherd will return. The issue is what? As will, far as his sheep goes. Will we be ready when he comes? Are all his sheep entering? No. That's the issue right there. So it says this. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the shepherds with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. Right. And he will separate his sheep on the right for his glory and on the left for the slaughter. Okay. For the burnt offering. So now you get to you get to again make a choice of which one would you rather be? Absolutely. Would you rather be the one on his right or the one on his left? And 
choice is yours. Yeah. And for those on his right, they will bow down at the throne of the Lamb, and they will sing this. Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power, riches, wisdom, might, honor, glory, and blessing. And every created thing in heaven and on earth, and under the earth, and on the sea, and all things in them, to him who sits on the throne. And to the Lamb be blessing and honor, glory and dominion, forever and ever. Wow. Revelation 5. Wow. Now the, the good thing I say is that despite the judgment of fire, God is infinitely good and gracious. Yes. And I, my hope is that there's some hope for all, every man out there. True. He says this, I have other sheep. They are not of his fold. They're not of that high kingdom. But I must bring them also, and they will hear my voice. They will become one flock with one shepherd. For this reason the Father loves me, because I lay my life down so that I may take it again. John 10 and 16. Okay. And it says at the very end, there will be no need of the sun or the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God has illumined it, and its lamp is the Lamb. Revelation 21. Wow. So in other words, God has already planned a place for us. It's going to be no night, no day, just the glory of God lighting up the place. And all we have to do is make a decision of which one of the lambs we want to be. Sounds good. Until next week, I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe. And on behalf of all of us here at The Prophecy Show, take care of yourself.